0: Hello, and welcome to the Wickham Baptist Church podcast. I'm Tom Brewer, one of the trainees at church. In just a moment, I'm going to be speaking with Ross and Clover and then with Alan Barnett. But first, just to let you know that the sound quality changes throughout this podcast because we recorded it on different equipment and some of it over online voice calling in order to comply with social distancing. We hope you'll forgive us for the changing in quality. So I have Ross and Clover here with me. Hi Ross. Hello. And hi Clover.
1: Hello everyone.
0: Okay so I think Sunday was a a really special time uh, meeting together albeit distantly together around that live stream on Sunday morning Uh, and we're pleased to be able to say that we're going to be doing that with Sunday mornings and Sunday evenings for this week and hopefully the following weeks. Clover can you say a little bit more about that and about how we've been thinking about the advice from the government?
1: Sure, I mean, the first thing I want to say is just a big thanks to uh, everyone who helped put those services together. Um, and, and thanks to all of those who, who tuned in together uh, so we could we, we could watch it together on, on Sunday morning. Um, it's a real blessing that we were able to do that and that we had the technology and the individuals who were, were able to do that for us. And I'm very thankful for that. But yes, going forward, what we felt from the feedback we got, which was enormously positive, was that it would be helpful to do both services visually. So rather than just the audio recording of the evening that we had last week, uh, we'll be filming both of the services. Now, I know some people are concerned as to whether that is the right thing to do, because it means we assemble at church or at least a few of us do. Uh, So just to reassure people, uh, it falls within the government guidance as we've received it, uh, that we are permitted in small numbers to to record or stream a service. So we're not breaking any laws there. We'll be observing very careful social distancing. Uh, We'll also be making sure that the minimum number of people are involved uh, to avoid uh, increasing any risks there. Um, And we will take all necessary and wise precautions there. I know a number of people have expressed to me and to Paul their concerns because both Edry and Melissa uh, fall within at-risk categories, so neither of us are prepared to do anything foolish. But as far as we understand and, uh, and acting wisely and within the guidance we've been given, uh, we think there are safe ways to record these these uh, uh, visual um, services. And both Paul and I find it really difficult not to be able to see everyone, not be able to gather. Uh, but we're really thankful that we can can do this uh, and then meet together in, in some respect at home. I should also say that Paul hopes uh, to do a communion service on Good Friday morning, again, in the same way. It'll be visual with us all tuning in at the same time. Uh, but Paul is going to give some more details of that at the start of his sermon this coming Sunday. And
2: could I just add one other slightly lighter thing? We'd like to do a newsletter um, of how people are adapting week by week. So if you've got photographs or even screenshots of a home group meeting or a team meeting anyway, if you could take photos or screenshots and send them into the church office, we hope to compile a a newsletter of what various people and how they're adapting and uh, share that um, week by week just with the church family. It won't go on the web, but it would be, we thought it would be interesting, if not fun, to see how we're all adapting and coping. Thanks.
1: Yeah. To, sorry, and on that, Ross, it would be great if people could send in any pictures of their family or, or your kids doing crazy stuff at home or wh- whatever it is. Um, because those are things we would normally share in in church family life, and we 're missing out on that so with with all of the challenges that we face, it would be really good to just see some of the the creative ways in which um, we 're meeting and which people are having fun or making use of these strange times at home,
2: yeah. And I think talking about uh, being separated, last week we mentioned the fact that we are seeking to stay in touch with everybody, uh, particularly those who are living alone or are older, more vulnerable or facing particular challenges. Hopefully you will have heard from at least somebody in the church during the past week, if you haven't please get in touch with one of us, me or Clover or Paul or the office, anybody, but we hope to continue to stay in touch with everybody and support each other, whether we're going through easy days or very challenging days. Uh, Clover, do you want to add something to that?
1: Yeah, so I just wanted to say these are difficult times and there may be people, some of it may be known to people within the fellowship, may not be who struggle with real mental health issues and for whom issues like depression and anxiety may really be weighing heavy on you right now. I just wanted to say, please do get in touch with someone if that's how you're mm, feeling. Yeah. It's, it's a cliche to say don't suffer in silence, but it's, it, it's true. We, we, we can't see you to realize that something is wrong. So please, if, if you're feeling you're struggling at all, please don't think, please don't think, there are people whose needs are greater than mine. I should keep quiet. There's enough going on. Please don't think that get in touch with someone we've got video calls we've got all sorts of things we can do to to keep up with people and support you if you're feeling low for whatever reason so please as i say don't 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 stay on your own don't keep it quiet
0: i think one thing perhaps to add to that is to to uh, check your emails regularly uh, they're going to be uh, updates and issues for prayer coming out regularly so please when you have a moment just check your email and um See if there's something you can be praying for or maybe someone you can get in contact with uh, and just say hello via email or even better ring them up or give them a a video call online.
2: Yeah, just add to that. People still love receiving things through the post. If you've got a few spare cards and a few spare stamps, just to write to somebody in the church, just a few lines can be a huge encouragement if you're living alone or feeling at all isolated in any way
1: and we, we're going to keep in touch as well through this podcast there's going to be some some change that i'm going to uh record a reflection on psalm 117 because it's the shortest psalm probably wouldn't have picked it up in the preaching series but it ties in with that but i think we've got some other changes that we're making because this is, has seemed to work quite effectively uh that's right isn't it tom
0: yeah so we're looking to uh put out a podcast on Mondays then this Wednesday podcast where we'll be giving an update uh, of church life and we'll be hearing from uh, the elders and then on Fridays so the the Monday one could be anything uh, this week we had Jimmy Thomas uh, talking about some update from the student work next week we've got Roger Henwood lined up to talk about uh, some books we might be reading over the Easter period uh, the Wednesday podcast as i said Uh, will be like this, and then the Friday podcast. We're looking to be doing something to to encourage us as a fellowship. Elizabeth and Naomi uh, from the church flat will be recording something there, so you may well be hearing from them very soon Hmm. on Friday.
2: It would be anything then, couldn't it?
0: Great. So please do watch for the podcast uh, on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Uh, It's listed now on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. I think that's everything from Clover and Ross. In just a moment, we're going to be hearing from Alan Barnett, but for now, bye, Clover, and bye, Ross. Goodbye, then. Bye. So I'm with Alan Barnett now. Hi, Alan. Hey, Tom, you right? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Good. So, Alan, many of us are going to be finding that we've got more time on our hands than normal. Yeah. Uh, What kinds of things can we be doing to ensure that we're growing in these times of maybe isolation?
3: Yeah. Fair enough. Um, well, first of all, hi to everyone who's listening. Um, I miss seeing your faces on Sunday, so it's nice to be able to chat to you every so often and uh, just to be able to share a few things with you uh, this afternoon. Um, I've been thinking a little bit about this question because I find I've got more time on my hands than normal, um, which I'm trying to um, work out what to do in it. And uh, I guess the first thing and, and the thing we find most valuable as a family has been um, making sure we're a part of our Sunday gatherings. So although we're disparate, we're together and having the opportunity to be challenged together as we've um, listened to God's word in, in the morning with Paul and the evening with Clover. Um, so keep doing that folks, keep keep a part of it all so that we're all learning together and being challenged about the same things together. Um, but when we think about what we're doing in our own homes, uh, we're all creatures of habit. We all kind of need some structure to our lives. and. Um, If there was one thing, I suppose, more than anything else, I'd encourage you to do is just take this opportunity to make sure you're getting a proper quiet time. Um, I know some people struggle with quiet times. Sometimes life just crowds it out. And um, So if there's one thing that you can do to focus on is just get your quiet times going regularly. Um, But on top of that, there are so many different things that we could be doing. Why don't you take up a new challenge? Uh, We've recently just um, come across Tim Keller's catechisms from New City Church. And I know a lot of people in our backgrounds don't really do catechisms, but we have uh, just started it today. And um, one of the things about catechisms, Tim's uh, one that he's done from New City Church is based on the Heidelberg Catechism and the Westminster Catechism. And he's just taken these great theological truths and trimmed it down into 52 questions and answers. So um, you have this challenge of of learning the question and the answer and memorizing these deep theological truths over the course of weeks or months, however long you choose to do it. And today's question, which I thought was really helpful, is this. What is our only hope in life and death? What is our only hope in life and death? And the answer, that we are not our own but we belong, body and soul, both in life and death, to God our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Now, in a, in a world which is confused about what's going on, um, facing the coronavirus and all the, the fear that that brings, what is the confidence that we have that we belong, body and soul, in life and death, to God and to our Saviour, Jesus Christ? So, have a look at the catechisms. We'll put the links up, I think, maybe, Tom, if that's possible, yes, yeah. on the uh, the email they get sent out. Um, and they actually have some great little setups for children, so if you've got young children, probably as young as four or five, they have a shorter answer, and they also have songs that you can learn alongside them, so they sing the answers so the kids can get involved yeah. in that. Um, so that's great.
0: Yeah. I was with a family uh, two months ago who were doing this with their kids, and really? it worked brilliantly with does, the, their young ones. Uh, and a really simple way just to learn some of the really big truths about yeah. god in a very simple way
3: absolutely absolutely And we've only done the one so far but um so far so good um something else i was thinking about sometimes we miss the big picture of the bible because we're just focusing on a, on a small chapter or, or a passage um if we've got a few months on our hands being isolated at home how about taking on the challenge of reading the whole bible um you could read probably half an hour in the morning, half an hour in the evening, and finish it in six months. Um, you could combine that maybe with, if you uh, have come across the Bible Project, I don't know if you've seen that, Tom, at all. Yeah, it's really good. Good stuff, isn't it?
0: I know um, Vinny, who many of us will know, is really enjoying reading the Old Testament for the first time with Bible Projects. Brilliant. So, the great thing about
3: the Bible Project is that they produce video summaries of every book in the Bible. So, if you've got a book in the Bible you're not familiar with, sit down watch the video, it's maybe seven or eight minutes long, and then you've got a great introduction to a book that maybe you're not familiar with and you can really get your head around it. So you could use that as part of a wider Bible reading or just looking at maybe one book in particular um, that you're not so familiar with. Um, there are other things too, if people are looking for maybe um, uh, lecture series that they would get involved in listening to, there's plenty of things like that as well. And, how about reading one of those books you bought from Roger that's just ended up covered in dust on your bookshelf? We've all done it. Okay, we've all got to admit we've done it. And um, I, I'm sure Roger would be delighted if we were reading the books he's been recommending.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got a massive stack at home. Yeah,
3: exactly, exactly. So do I. So there's something, some things we could be doing.
0: Okay. So the, so the church, I think sometimes we think about it as a building, but it's not, is it? The, the church... Uh, is people, yeah, but the building has always so far provided for us this hub, the place where we can come together and fellowship. Yeah. But, but in the situation we're now in, how can we still be meeting those needs, those objectives that we would have had when we were in the building, yeah, now that we're spread out and we're isolated from one another?
3: Yeah, absolutely right. So, the, I mean, the, the the church building has been the hub of so many of our activities, but the Bible is clear that the church is a people, not a building. And so we are still a church, even though we're separated and uh, we're in our, our own homes, but we're still a church. So what can we be doing to help one another? Um, I think in God's providence, this may actually be a great blessing to us as a church family. Because one of the things I think we're weak at is keeping in regular contact with people. We're great when it comes together. when we come together on a Sunday. We meet, we chat, we drink our tea and coffee and have some fellowship. But during the week aside from maybe home groups and the old thing, we don't really chat to each other very much. Now we've got a, a membership book, um, which is broken down into days where we, we can pray for individuals in the church. Why don't we commit to praying for each of these people in the daily prayer uh, guide every day? And, and on top of that, you'll, you'll notice beside them, they've actually got phone numbers. Now phone numbers are really useful, okay? If we use them, we can get in touch with one another. So why don't you take on the challenge of phoning someone every day that you haven't previously maybe had too much contact with or or a friend as well just pick up the phone each day of the week and have a conversation with someone maybe pray with them and encourage them um make use of that facility because it's great there's also lots of other things that people are doing and it's been so encouraging to see um what some of the youth group leaders have been doing with the youth groups there are zoom meetings set up where the, the friday night groups are getting together and um kind of sitting there and uh silence at times wondering what on earth they should be doing, but at least seeing each other and feeling there's a sense of togetherness Mm -hmm. in that and we can use that in all kinds of different ways. I know Chris Bradley is trying to uh, encourage home groups to use some of the um, software that that we've got set up in the church already and um, there's so many means in which we can just get in touch with people Mm -hmm. and hopefully coming out the other side of this we'll all be much better at just communicating through the week and taking interest in people's needs Um, that's that's what we can do for our church family so that's the kind of reaching across bit but there's also the reaching out bit which is something that's integral to what we want to do as a church and I know we're getting increasingly closer and closer to potentially being locked down as as, as, you know people here in Bath and maybe not having the opportunity to to get out and about very much and I think it would be great if um, we could really make an effort to get to know our neighbors while we've got the chance so why don't we set up WhatsApp groups or, or um, email groups where you can get in touch with your neighbors regularly so you can check on them as we're as we're going through this period of isolation. Because when we do eventually get back together, wouldn't it be great when we have this massive celebration to have all these people that we've been kind of interacting with and praying with and trying to care for and taking food packages to or whatever we're doing. Wouldn't it be great if these people could, could um, come along and start celebrating with us and seeing what it means to to be a part of people who love others like that one other thing while i think about it i was um, chatting to uh, one of my clients uh, this morning he called me up just to tell me he's had probably the worst weekend of his life uh, this weekend just realizing the the impact of uh, the coronavirus in his business a, a business that he's tried to build up over many years just getting out of a point of being uh, loaded with debt and then suddenly hit by this he said alan this is just the worst weekend of my life now As Christians, we need to think about how we engage with people like that. And really, I think what I should have done is to to take into account some of the things I've been learning in the Catechism this morning, because that said, what is our only hope in life and death? And the answer that we are not our own, but belong body and soul, both in life and in death, to God and to our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Now, this guy needs hope, and we have hope, and somehow we have to learn to engage people with these truths of the gospel that in a, in a world that's collapsing around them there is a hope that we can share so pray for me as i try and engage with him next time and i'll be praying for you guys as you face similar situations as well
0: thanks alan that's that's really encouraging to know some places we might look at for resources um, yeah and things we can be thinking about doing just in these these days at the moment um Why don't you pray for us at the end of this podcast as a
3: fellowship? Sure. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you so much for our church family. We recognise that um, among us there will be people who are struggling in a a number of different ways. There will be those who are struggling with loneliness and uh, feeling especially isolated at this time. There will be those who are struggling financially because their businesses or the businesses they're associated with are struggling. There will be those who have additional pressures because they can't see loved ones who are in need Um, and lord we want to pray that you would draw near to us in your comfort that you would encourage us to keep going to keep holding fast to keep trusting in you we thank you that you are the god that has numbered our days as we're thinking about on sunday morning Uh, we thank you that every day um, that we live has been ordained by you and lord we want to trust these days to you these unusual days these exceptional days to you and pray that you guard us and keep us walking with you. Keep keep some structure to our lives, Lord, we pray. Help us to be faithful in the time that we spend with you. Help us to grow and to mature in different ways because of the different challenges that we're facing. We just ask, Lord, that you would keep us united, keep us loving one another. Help us to to reach out to one another in the various different ways that we can and to show the love of Christ. Give us eyes to look outwards too, Lord, that we would look to our local communities that we would um, show a genuine interest and in care and compassion towards those around us so father bless us we pray thank you for this time in jesus name amen amen no, thanks for coming on here with us alan my pleasure